0: Three unqualified morons and microphones. This is the Previously Recorded Podcast.
1: Hi, welcome to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP, as always, and this episode of Previously Recorded is brought to you by Totally Tease. You know, for all your t shirt needs, contact Jack at Totally Tease. Because if you need a shirt and you don't have one,
2: call Totally Tease. They'll they'll get get it done.
1: done. All right, and joining me for today's episode is. The wonderful, the talented, the beautiful, Audra. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today's episode is going to be uh, a little different. Uh, so uh, again, I, I talked about on the last episode about kind of just things being really crazy for us here, um, and but still wanting to bring you guys content. So this is going to be a mini episode Uh, in a way mixed with a Gateway Gamers episode as well. So uh, if you are not listening to the Gateway Gamers podcast, uh, this is another way to kind of try and force you to get on board uh, and bring traffic to it. But uh, we covered the Jungle Cruise board game last week, and it was a really good episode. Uh, We put a lot of work into it. And uh, we talked about a lot of things before the board game as well that relate to the Jungle Cruise, relate to the Disney parks. So um, we're going to start here with some news, kind of catch you up to date on what's been going on, uh, what we're looking forward to. And then also give a quick review of the Jungle Cruise movie that we saw over the weekend. Um, I also posted something on our social media pages, but uh, if you haven't seen it, you're gonna hear it here. Uh, but remember to go follow previously recorded on Instagram. That's where we do a lot of our posting and even giveaways. Um, so check us out there. So, Audra, how are you?
2: Good. Life has been crazy for us. It has been so. so it's it's nice to jump on here, talk a little bit, have some, have some fun.
1: Yeah. So just like the last episode, I'm gonna talk a little bit slower. I feel like I rushed through it because I literally had, I think the episode <laughs> was 30 minutes long, and I had. Thirty-five 30 minutes. <laughs> minutes to get it recorded, get it posted, and uploaded and edited. So uh, I want to I want to slow down a little bit here. Uh, so I do apologize for last week um, and kind of just running through. So if you listen to it, great. If not, go listen to it. It was fine. Yeah. So before we get to that, there was some news. Speaking of the theme park world today, uh, we are recording this on Wednesday, August fourth. Disney announced their Galactic Star Cruiser Star Wars Hotel. Whoa. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, in the works for a while. And because I listened to a lot of the Steam Park stuff, I had known more about it than probably the general public and people listening to this. Um, so I knew it was going to be expensive. How much? However, I didn't expect it to be as expensive as it actually is. So first and foremost, what it is, is it's it's a hotel
2: is it an on-site hotel
1: it is an on-site hotel it is maybe half a mile from hollywood studios but it's an immersive experience so you go on this it's basically like a cruise ship is how they thought of it so you're on this cruise ship and you are living your star wars adventure you have your cabin you're going to eat there um I don't believe that there's any actual windows. I believe it's all screens because you're supposed to be in space. I would hate that. Yeah, uh, like you get transported. You go up, um, and you're in this this Star Cruiser that is, well, you know, for, for two days. And you do go to uh, Galaxy's Edge, which is in Hollywood Studios. You do make a voyage there one day. Um, this is a two-day thing. It's two nights, they said. So I assume two nights and then... The third, you know, you stay there, so and then you, you get off in the morning. Do more? So, no, no, you can't. It's built like a, It's oh, an it's itinerary. Oh, it's supposed to be like, yeah, a, so like a cruise itinerary. There's, a, there's itinerary, so you follow. Wow. It's a Star Wars adventure. You're living a Star Wars adventure. There's there there's a list of rundown of things that you do. You know, from lightsaber training, which they have these brand new state of the art lightsabers that actually retract and looked real. They're freaking awesome. They are super cool. How much? I don't know how much they haven't said. They also haven't said if they're exclusive to just the, the Star Cruiser, but wow. no in Disney. I'm sure you can get them anywhere uh, on in Star Wars. Um, and then there's like dinners there. You can choose to have an earlier or later dinner. Um, you can upgrade yourself to have a captain's dinner, and you can sit with a captain, uh, and the captain will be a Star Wars creature. It'll be somebody dressed. dressed. It's in, there are going to be a ton of actors. Wow. Um and a bunch of others, there's going to be a bar on there. But, like, it looks like you're slated to have, like, a half hour at the bar. Like, it's it's weird. So, I, the thing about it is it's, like, people are, are going to pay this price, and I'm going to reveal the price. Uh, you would kind of be able to feel like you should be able to dip in and out, which I assume they're not – There's no way that they can force you to do everything.
2: There's 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 no way.
1: Like, if I wanted to stay at the bar longer, and I'm paying all this money, yeah, you better – Hell yeah, I'm going to stay there as long as I want. But they might
2: make you pay more. They might make you miss on on something else. But
1: So there's a bunch of different things. And it's one, you do go down to Hollywood Studios. um, And you are scheduled on your time of when you're going to ride the Smuggler's Run. And I assume Rise of the Resistance because that's the best ride there, obviously, as I've talked about before. But it's just like crazy. So what I'm describing to you, how much do you think this is? And I, I'm saying Disney and expensive. So Disney's already expensive. Right. So what would you say for it? It's basically, think of it as like a two-night cruise. Everything's, and I don't, I, I assume everything's inclusive, like all-inclusive. Like once you get on there, your food's taken care of, your drinks are taken care of. The
2: possibility that that's not true. But that's a
1: very high possibility yeah. it's not true. So
2: you're saying for a two-night, all-immersive hotel not even with the parks so yeah. just the, the the hotel
1: and like you're immersed well I assume it just has a price okay. on it it hasn't broken it down um, but you're immersed into this it's a story and you're in the middle of this story on the Star Wars per collect-
2: person for two nights a thousand bucks
1: a night or total total no
2: oh God don't say each. so
1: the cheapest option that they have is a two guest cabin and it is a total of four thousand eight hundred and nine dollars, which is broken down to twelve hundred dollars per guest per night. And that's the cheapest option for a two day
2: You can't see my, you can't see my face right now, but my my mouth just dropped. Yeah. The the amount of money you could do with four thousand dollars You it, could
1: spend a week at Disney.
2: That's that for right. You could and then and then you could just get all of the Star Wars stuff within Star Wars.
1: Yeah, that's what wow, I'm saying. I am.
2: $4,000.
1: it has been getting a lot of pushback. Like I'm saying, like a lot of people are, are joking around saying, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver better be <laughs> on this damn thing. Uh, that's a lot of money. They're getting a lot of pushback. But the thing with Disney, people are going to pay it. And Disney Star Wars. And Star Wars. The people yes. are
2: going to pay it. The Star Wars fans are, I think, almost more diehard sometimes than Marvel fans. Other way diehard more that's than That's what Marvel. I'm saying. Absolutely. So, so They're people the most will diehard fan base. People will pay this money. Yep.
1: There's so no I doubt. can't wait to see the vloggers, and I'll live vicariously through them. Mark my words on the record, I will never pay that.
2: On the record,
1: I will never. That's ridiculous. On the
2: record, Audra won't let him pay that. Yeah,
1: like that is absolutely absurd. But that was the news out of there. Um, but wow. I guess they need all the money they can get. Uh, now to, they gotta to make up
2: for everything.
1: No, I mean they got a, a lawsuit on their hands with Scarlett Johansson. Like nice. That, that nice, yeah. very, very. But nice. that's crazy. That's the Galactic Star Cruiser. You can learn more about that. Uh, go check out Carly Wiesel on Twitter. That's where I, I get most of my stuff like this. She's right on the money. She's great. Um, but yeah, I just had to bring that up because that was crazy, uh, crazy, crazy expensive. Anyway, I, I mentioned the lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson. So for those of you who do not know, Scarlett Johansson has filed a lawsuit with Disney over her earnings. Uh, that she lost due to them releasing it simultaneously on Disney plus for premier access off the cusp. I I thought it was like, Oh, okay. This is, is it petty? Is it not? It's estimated that she could have earned up to $50 million more. Good for you. Go ahead, Sue. They broke your contract that this was supposed to release exclusively in theaters. They didn't alter her contract. They didn't make up for it. Like, Like what uh, Warner Brothers did with everybody for all the HBO Max, they upfront paid them and said, okay, well, this is what you're owed. It's going on streaming. Here you go. You're taken care of. Um, And now potentially Cruella uh, Cruella star Emma Stone Mm -hmm. is going to be suing as well because Disney's – that's all profit. I think they have – I read somewhere that they have to split some of it with something. I don't know if that's like their international Disney Plus, if they share that because it's called like uh, Star – out there, like in Europe and stuff, if if it's like some server stuff. I'm not really sure about all that. But more power to her. So Disney responded with calling...
2: A rude-ass response, they actually. They did have
1: a really rude response, and they took a shot at her character. Yeah. When all she said was that, I'm just like, owed oh, this money, that's it. And she...
2: It was her, black and white. She was owed that, yeah. that money. Wasn't trying to come at Disney even. Just saying, give me my my money.
1: Due to... The movie not being exclusively in theaters and as she earned a percentage of the profits, she was owed money. However much that's left to be determined based on how well the movie would have done. So, like I said, she took took matters in her own hands and filed a lawsuit that I believe she will win or get settled out of court. But Disney to have this response that during the COVID-19 pandemic, this and this and that, a company that as much as I love Disney... Has been very ruthless in the COVID-19, especially with their theme park employees, Mm -hmm. uh, cutting them off.
2: They really have not been too kind about anything towards their employees or really in their theme parks. I mean, we've talked about it with all this money they've lost. They've become super money-hungry people. Absolutely. Everything's about money to them.
1: Yep. And I think that comes from the top with Bob Chapek, who I do not like at all.
2: And on the record, I am changing his, his name to Bob Paycheck. Got him.
1: There you go. Coin the phrase here. Take it. But uh, former CEO uh, Bob Iger, who JPEG took over for and is still on the board until December, is pissed off at him, allegedly. Um, apparently, another Disney source came out and said that's not true. And Kevin Feige, head of Marvel Studios, who urged them to not release this in theaters. to I mean, to not release this on sh- on streaming only in theaters is furious as well, that this was not handled internally, that they didn't just pay Scarlet and get it over with because they have the money clearly. And Scarlett, who has been with them forever, who is, was an executive producer on this film as well is owed the money. And then what kind of precedent does this set for working with Marvel studios and working with Disney? Uh, so, it, you know, it's, I'll be curious to see how this goes. Guarantee you it, it gets settled out of court and, she's given her money because she does kind of have a relationship with them. She is attached to be a producer and potentially star in the twilight zone tower of terror or not twilight zone. I apologize. Just tower of terror reboot, uh, which I do talk about in the gateway gamers podcast a little bit. Um, but I'm curious to see how this plays out.
2: And, and I think you're right that this is, this might set a precedent for people, people moving forward that if, if you're not owed the money, you'll get sued. I don't think people, Disney is a monstrosity company. They All right, are Relax. They are a monopoly. Relax. I'm serious.
1: They do really good with the characters. I find just that saying. Marvel's under their belt. Mm. But that's also what I've I've been hearing is that this is a precedent. This sets a precedent for going forward with streaming uh, and potentially even opening up the Pandora's box for uh old shows that are streamed. Like is there a residual for um, you know, you know when when shows are on TV, their actors get paid uh, for when the reruns are showed. What about streaming? Like this opens up a, a and not a fl- just on Disney Plus.
2: It could be Netflix. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. HBO anywhere. Max everywhere now. Yeah, that's so what good it's. for you, uh, Scarlett Johansson. So good for you. That's why Disney may
1: is fighting so hard, right? Because this is the first of potentially many. I don't think. That a, re, a show rerun on a streaming service deserves it because like when it's on TV, they get money for the advertisements. Right. But we also are paying the one, you know, I, I don't know. It gets it's, a little sticky. sticky. It gets very sticky. And I think some of the newer contracts may start to include that residuals on that. But that's the, the current 411 on the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit. So we'll be curious to see how this plays out. But we're on her side. They should have just handled the money.
2: Fight the power
1: but i also am for keeping movies off of streaming. I we are big theater people. Huge we theater advocates. We saw Black Widow in theater. I did twice. twice. Yeah. Uh, and we went and saw Jungle Cruise in yeah. theaters as well.
2: We went and saw even just a rerun of uh, Star Wars just to get back yeah, into did, theaters. We did get back
1: into theaters uh, because we are big moviegoers. And speaking of big moviegoers and and some fears with cinema, uh, the Venom trailer released this week and this is my last bit of news. Uh, just to kind of piggyback off of the last episode I have about the Spider-Man trailer, um, the Venom trailer released this week. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage, was a pretty sweet trailer. Uh, this movie has a release date of September twenty-fourth. At the end of the trailer, instead of having the release date, which is a month away, it said that coming this fall, uh, and that started to get people a little scared that is Venom going to get pushed back is Spider-Man going to get pushed back? Because we still have nothing from freaking Spider-Man. And I listened to a podcast today where they said, don't be worried. You know, I I still think that movie is going to come out on time. We still think Spider-Man is going to come out on time. But this is maybe more for their international markets, where in India, you know, uh, their theaters are still closed. And even though their COVID cases are going down, their cinemas are closed for at least August. So they may have to bump some of these films. But that necessarily doesn't affect the U.S. Uh, market. And you know maybe Venom does get moved and Spider-Man doesn't. Because I, I think they can coexist without having to. But if Spider-Man gets moved, then Doctor Strange has to get moved. And some of the shows and have to so get moved. And so on and so, and so forth. And so on and so forth. Unless Disney and Sony come to an agreement. Because Sony is doesn't have a streaming service. They are strictly theaters. So they are very, very dependent on... The movie theater chains and that's why one of the reasons why i love to go to show okay you know we're ready to go back to theaters you know if i gotta wear a mask i'll wear a mask i don't care i want to see these movies in theaters shang chi's coming up in september
2: it's it's how they should be they should be shown
1: exactly big movies like this big move and so spider-man has the potential to be you know end game level box office you know maybe not to that level but maybe you know 1.5 billion dollars but that was also the box office of the past. Like things are different and we may need to start thinking I've been waiting kind of for the shoe to fall and for things to get back to normal. And we've seen that with fast and furious, you know, opening weekends, fast and furious, black widow, things are starting to get somewhat back to normal. But then the second weeks people aren't going back to the theater and you can throw in for black widow, the premier access, but, Fast and Furious had the same percentage drop off as Black Widow. And that wasn't on any streaming service. Right. Also, Black Widow was the most pirated movie of the year. So, like, it's just, I I don't know. It's, I think, and this podcast was called Phase Zero. And they were talking about it for about 10 to 15 minutes. Just that we have to be ready. You know, these studios are not going to stop. Um, we just have to start preparing, and maybe box office, um, excuse me, maybe budgets are not as big as they once were, which is fine. The practical effects and less CGI is always better, in my opinion. But yeah. sometimes, you know, things which you got to have to do. Uh, but yeah, the future of the movies is up in the air. Who knows? Uh, but I'm just hoping that everything stays on track. Venom comes out when it's supposed to. Spider-Man comes out when it's supposed to. We get I... a fucking trailer some point soon. I'm thinking at this point, if it's not August 10th, it's going to be August 23rd, which is when Sony's having is going to have three hours at CinemaCon, and there's got to be some fucking footage from this Please, movie. Please,
2: Sony, for my sanity, give it to RP. He <laughs> needs it.
1: But it's just, it's just interesting because they, they also talked about Black Widow using all of their marketing budget before before the pandemic and then you know it not really having a great promotional run before the film came out because they used up all their budget and sony hasn't used a goddamn ounce of it for spider-man so i'll be curious to see but we're going to be there opening weekend opening night just like we were for the jungle cruise So if you haven't seen The Jungle Cruise, skip ahead about 10 minutes because I don't want to ruin it for you. But we saw it this weekend. I posted it on the previously recorded account, what my thoughts were. But just figure I'd double it back for people who didn't check it out. And also, Audrey can share her thoughts. So this film was directed by May Colette Sierra. Sur- Se- I don't know. I, I probably just butchered the shit out of that. Um, but he is also going to be the director of Black Adam. So The Rock must have loved working with him. Hmm. Uh and it starred the the rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Emily Blunt as Lily uh Houghton and Frank the Skipper. So this movie did really well over the, the box office weekend, or what we've come to to know is as good it should. It did thirty million here, thirty million internationally, and wow. thirty million on Disney Plus. So kind of half of Black Widow numbers, which were Black Widow's numbers were great. Uh so it opened to ninety two million dollars globally. Uh, And it had the biggest surge uptick from Friday to Saturday at 15% uptick uh, in theaters, and that's the largest of the pandemic. So The Rock was thanking all of us, but we saw it on Sunday, so that wasn't (laughs) us. Um, So what what did you think of this movie? I'm not going to really review it. This movie is about a skipper who needs to uh, transport Dr. Houghton to find this tree that offers... It's a magical magical tree that offers a, a, a petal that can bring you know, world saving medicine, medicine, uh, if they do research on it. Uh, but then it also turns out that there's uh, a spell associated with it and, uh, the bad guys were entrapped and if they get so far from the water, the jungle rubs them back in and they were trapped and turned to stone and They were pretty cool bad guys. They had a very Pirates of the Caribbean-esque. It was a very magic-heavy movie that I don't necessarily think I was ready for. Yes. Um, Great, great point. But, yeah, so uh, the, the, the movie starts off pretty pretty good i liked i really liked the first act to getting to know these characters what did what did you think
2: um i really was surprised with this movie because well first of all going in i was like emily blunt and the rock that's there's no better duo out there so i was pumped just to see them in action um she's a badass from from the get-go a
1: better duo than emily blunt and her own husband better wow okay (laughs) she Um, was a badass
2: she would know, like like from the get go. She was like like the first ten minutes. She's kicking ass and like fighting ten men off. And I'm like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, um, in a and, very Indiana Jones feel. Yes, I mean so once it. again,
2: it felt very, but also felt like very Pirates of the, of the Caribbean with what's yeah. her face.
1: Oh yeah, Kira Knightley in the kind of fighting off the pirates. Like Lily was fighting off the members of C, which they don't fucking say, which is Society of Explorers and Adventures, which is a very Disney theme parks lore that they were setting up uh, that probably one out of every 500 people that saw the movie knew. Didn't it's even a, know that. It's a very convoluted podcast The ride, did an episode on it, and I was even lost. It's very convoluted, but it's just it kind of interweaves everything together like Trader Joe was introduced in right. this not Trader Joe, Trader Sam. <laughs> Jesus we Christ. Trader cruise. Sam, which is a restaurant in Disneyland, uh, right next to the Jungle Cruise. But anyway, continues. She was kicking ass,
2: right? Just and then, and so it went in. So almost immediately, it went into the once they got on their journey on the ship and on the river, the magic was just happening. It was it was there, yeah, like wow. with the, well, the magic animals. between them. Oh. oh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> very much so, actually. Um, but no, but I, I, the the magic took some time to get there. Well, you saw the the magical animals about staring into the eyes, will get um, nightmares. That was very early on, and then. Um, but, oh yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, yeah. I but forgot about that. All in all, I was like, it was such a light-hearted, silly action movie it was
1: very silly it was
2: which i think is how it was supposed to be because as anyone who knows jungle cruise the ride it's a a silly
1: jokey ride and the only thing it had in common was that it was silly and some of the jokes which i don't know how he gave
2: tons of puns. i know tons of
1: puns but that's that's the ride he gave all the best ones and his performance delivery don't know if i loved it i like the skippers better when you see them and you can go see what that's like if you go to the ride or check out behind the attraction on disney plus I thought he did a really good job, but he was very just the rock. Yes, and I yes. wanted more of somebody not like kind of getting into the character, and not just being playing it straight like the, the the lines as they should. Yes,
2: I I wanted the rock as how you say it in Gateway Gamers explaining Jungle Cruise, uh-huh. the opening Up of a board. yeah.
1: <laughs> no God, can you imagine a whole movie? You guys will see what what i mean once you listen to the second half of this episode he just like i want it not like a johnny depp because it was lacking that johnny depp jack sparrow character it was very much trying to be part the next parts of the caribbean mm-hmm. which apparently this movie was like in development for like years with tim allen and tom Hanks supposed to what? be in it i don't know how true that never is never heard that it could be absolute bullshit <laughs> but um it just lacked that it lacked something
2: but with what The Rock lacked, I think Emily Blunt really brought up because she, she did. was so. I thought she was so funny and and just fun to like watch. And she yeah no the movie was fun and I'm not yeah. saying
1: they paid The Rock to be The Rock. Oh yeah, that's what he was. He he's doing what he does, and I don't know. I just thought that this character. It's also like he's just freaking jacked oh, and God. like just. I don't know. So bold. He he is. I love, <laughs> I absolutely love The Rock and everything he does. And that was the main reason why I wanted to see this movie. Not only because he promoted the shit out of it and I was like, I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh shit, like we got to see this movie. <laughs> uh, but I, I do, I love, I genuinely love The Rock and like speaking of The Rock, like Fast and Furious, him not being in it definitely took away something from the movie. But I, I enjoyed this film. Yeah. I don't think I need to rewatch it really
2: I, I'm you know not gonna funny? buy
1: it I'm not gonna buy it you know what's funny I that mean that's a lot coming from me that is
2: I would watch this again I think because I one I love original scripts There's I swear there's no movies out there anymore are originals it's, this
1: isn't necessarily original not original
2: there's no other prequel or sequel well, it's or... it's
1: loosely based off an IP and that that's yeah, a very loosely, loosely it's just a backdrop it's just the but it's very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: But I liked this because it, it was more my speed of silliness, not as much action. Which it wasn't and...
1: as serious as Pirates of the Caribbean. I love Pirates. The first part of the Caribbean is awesome. Yeah. That's interesting. The first one's awesome. Uh, but it, it's I also... very silly. It's very fun. It's very lighthearted. It's a great family movie. I also
2: loved how they added a nice romance touch to it. I see. I didn't think it needed that. I, I think it did. I actually
1: had no interest in that whatsoever i think it took away i think they absolutely could have just been buddies
2: no i was waiting for that i i wanted that why why because you
1: you were the same person that praised the kylo red and ray kiss yeah and that was the worst kiss like one of the worst kiss i'm a sap whatever i'm done i'm done with that but i'm glad that you liked it it kept you entertained underrated
2: character the brother
1: the brother was good ah good he was meant to be the comic relief there was also a cool aspect of his character that I really liked that they did. Um, that's important to see in on the screen with representations. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I like this. If I I had to give it a three point five out of out of five stars, which is seventy out of a hundred. If you if it's that, that's what it literally. That's the math. Yes. <laughs> um, but like there there were problems with it. I felt that. In the middle, it got a little slow. Yes. I thought the, the backdrop was a little, the CGI backdrop. I think the CGI wasn't necessarily great. Mm. Um, the leopard jaguar, oh, he was bad. He was bad. And I would have preferred another character over this animal. Like Mm. the, the, the character, the animal is a character, but I would have preferred a live action, like another person on board the crew um like to that help them.
2: little boy that was on the yeah on the like dock. if he would have joined yeah i think
1: that would have been good but uh yeah jesse Plummins was great i also yeah. think they had i really liked the magical element of the bad guys and mm-hmm. like how they were like their story um the connection in the past that ties everything together was actually very unexpected i was caught off guard by that um, yeah again I will say that there was, there. this is a spoiler, so The Rock had hair at one point, and oh. they should never do that again. It was bad. It was bad. Yikes. But this isn't an, an exciting world. I enjoy magical things, like the fantasy aspects. All the parts of the Caribbean, especially towards the later end, they got more fantasy, and I like that. The last one went a little bit too far, but I like these cool things. Like, dude, fuck it. Who cares? It's a fun right. family movie. Or summer block. I said it's exactly what a summer blockbuster should be. Yeah, it's fun. You, it's silly.
2: It's every every element you want. It has action. It has the romance. It's silly. It's
1: it doesn't take itself too seriously. No, and it's a good popcorn flick. Yeah, like and I and I like the world that they built. Like I want to see a sequel. I want to see where this can go. Yeah, I want this to be the next Pirates. Like I want. I want this to be. And and it helps that I love. I love the characters. I love. Uh, the rock i love emily blunt and i want paul, more paul giamatti oh poor, he was in it for yes. like five minutes
2: ba- barely in it but he barely was like but he he definitely starred he he, did. he never he never fails he, that he was did. that yeah, was so was good cool.
1: um but yeah i i enjoyed it um anything else to add do you do you, a, a fantastic score by james oh, yes. howard I actually found myself listening it, to it today uh it really reminded me of of john williams scores and and these great big fantasy epics mm-hmm. um like harry potter or harry potter's a bad choice more like uh we keep saying pirates really han zimmer was pirate so it was like a mixture of han zimmer and um john williams like the indiana jones yeah. and the pirates together uh really cool um and really adventurous so i, I liked it and if you're hesitant i reckon it's Go to the theater unless you have like four of you. Then stay home if you want. In terms of a price point, but go see it. It it was fun. It was good. And we don't have another movie really. Well, that's not true. The Suicide what Squads is is Friday. Uh, Free Guy is the following week, mm-hmm. which I've heard really great things about. And then then after that we have like two weeks, and then um, Shang Chi comes out. But uh, anything else you want to call out about the movie?
2: Well, I was just—I was gonna rave about it, but you're bringing me right down. Well, well, well.
1: I gave it a three point five out of five. No, I would give it a
2: four out of five.
1: I, I came out of that saying I really liked the world that they built. I like the characters. Yeah. Could care less about the love, um, but I want more. I want a sequel. Yes. I hope. Apparently, The Rock was meeting with Disney this weekend to discuss a potential sequel.
2: Well, the way it ended, there, there's definitely a, a way to open up to a sequel. There yeah, definitely absolutely. is.
1: Yeah. Um, so if they could bring it back, bring the shit back. Bring the bad puns back. I'm all for it. And like where this could go. I hope they set up the sea. Uh, you know, the Society of Adventurers and Ex- or Explorers and Adventurers. Um, and basically, yeah. I don't know. It,
2: great movie. Couldn't <laughs> couldn't say more. I wouldn't more say about great. It. it
1: was definitely good.
2: Oh, wait, we can have differing op-
1: opinions I, on this. But I'm just arguing it wasn't great. It was good. And I'm glad we saw it in theater. I'm glad we saw it opening weekend. I would,
2: I would recommend seeing it no matter if you're at home or theater. It's definitely it's a good movie. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, anything else to add about That's, the film? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I've kind of covered it. Um, without, we don't want to... This isn't... Don't we're want not to give diving much away. deep. We're yeah. not giving it away. We're not doing spoilers because it's still fairly new. Yeah. Um. But yeah, go check it out. I'm glad it came out. I'm glad it finally came out. It's a year overdue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything to plug before we go? I don't think so. I'm just going to plug the Gateway Gamers, which stay tuned, uh, hang in, and you're going to hear the rest of it next. Audra, thank you for joining me as always. Thanks for having me. Uh, We will be back with a new episode. Uh, It might just be me still, but uh, in two weeks we'll be back with something uh, that I've been working on and I think you might enjoy. All right, so enjoy this episode of uh the gateway gamers and remember to rate like subscribe to previously recorded if you're not already remember to leave a rating it really means a lot we'd love to hear it uh shane and bob love when they're called out too on the comments so if you do that leave a review uh tweet us instagram all that fun stuff um all right guys enjoy and go to the movies enjoy the rest of the summer at the movies so we can all see spider-man in december right right audra right all right guys enjoy
0: gamers podcast
3: hi welcome to the gateway gamers podcast i'm brian and i'm rp and this is a podcast where a veteran like me introduces the world of gaming to a noob like me hello welcome to the gateway gamers podcast episode eight eight ocho welcome holy crap dude eight episodes i know it's wild feels like
1: 38 we've been doing this since like april April. yeah it was before my
3: birthday yeah dude it's crazy Mm
1: -hmm. happy to be here it's a nice adventure for us i think We're still fun yeah no it's it really is it's just like we're just on this this ride this you know adventure ride Mm -hmm. just like the jungle cruise oh getting right into it (laughs) (laughs) um as you can see from today's title um we're going to talk about the jungle cruise game Mm -hmm. uh but before we get into that how are you i'm good yeah yeah I just i saw a segue that no you you took and ran with had, it i'm into it i had um, to yes I'm... um so today's episodes go to just like kind of our last episode is going to be a little different
3: mm-hmm.
1: this is the first game that i'm bringing to the table um to coincide directly with the film's release which is today so mm-hmm. go buy it on disney plus or go to theaters as we talked about before whatever do you think is worth it yeah financially go see it yep um so, who doesn't want to see The Rock and Emily Blunt? I
3: will watch The Rock and anything. Anytime <laughs> I catch The Rock, I'm just like, all right, I'm in. Like he's just—I right. know it's just not like, oh, here he is again. But the Dwayne he... Dwayne Johnson, as I know him personally, yeah, personally He's just like a nice dude. Like he just seems—I seems... follow him on Instagram, I follow his stuff. He just seems like a genuine yep. guy. Where at first I was like, oh, uh, here we go, another wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. but he—he he broke out, and I—I I, he might be one of my top five like movie stars at this point. Yeah. Because he's literally Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I think
1: he's more likable, too.
3: He doesn't do... I, I think he could do, like, an Oscar movie. Like, I think he pulled up... But I mean, he, it's, it's, his it's hard because he is a giant, yeah. lumbering man. But he just does, like...
1: Like, not to be, like... Kind of, not judge a book by its cover, but, like, Dave Bautista wants to be taken as a more serious actor. Like, they asked him if he would do Fast and Furious, and he was like, no, I'll pass. Mm. And he wants to be taken as more serious actor, which is great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, if he has a passion, I want him to be the best actor in the world. But it's just like, you know, you typically don't, and it's stereotype, I guess, but you typically don't see these big, bulky guys winning Academy Awards yeah. for leading a Best Picture drama because I think some of it is it's hard to relate to. They're, like they're hard to cast. Like yeah, it's... it's hard to like, all right, we have this, you know, indie drama featuring the rock yeah like i mean they both they
3: both did their family movies like the rock mm-hmm. had the tooth fairy and what was the football one where his uh, he had a daughter plan, yeah
1: and then he did you know race to witch mountain he did a bunch of stuff for yeah. disney
3: and then uh uh dave batista did the one with the little girl yeah where the he spy was. movie yeah i mean you got to go down that route but again like these aren't oscar movies because mm-hmm. you're even in those movies the rock was a football player mm-hmm. and dave batista was a super spy action star like they're just they're big it's, guys
1: like he was in bond the one specter mm-hmm. and he was a like a big villain but also had like more serious dialogue and it was just weird seeing yeah, like still Bautista. A, it's not that a, he was big. a
3: giant guy in a suit yeah, <laughs> no, just, like, yeah. yeah
1: exactly um i just i can't i can't say it like he was he's in army of the dead which i've watched parts of and it's a more dramatic role so i think that's probably his lane mm-hmm. like action but add a little bit of um actual acting to yeah, it yeah. and stuff and i think i think the rock could but the rock is very much the rock yeah i he's think he enjoys same...
3: he enjoys the lane he's in i he, think he's enjoying these. And
1: he's got it everybody else yeah. enjoys them. i've never heard someone say now especially that they dislike the rock mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just
3: keep doing their skyscrapers. Keep yeah. doing your giant what is that the giant animals fighting each other? Juma- uh the uh Not- Rampage. Yeah, do it. I don't care. I'll watch it. Based <laughs> off a video game. That's yeah.
1: I haven't seen that one. But I did see Santa Claus. I saw parts of it was good. I heard skyscraper was one of like the worst movies ever um but it probably made money yeah was it, it was insane? fine i
3: watched it it he's was probably... I turned my i turned my brain off and i turned <laughs> on the rock and i was in
1: that's what i'm doing with that new chris pratt movie kind of just turning my that my tomorrow brain off. but you know he's probably one of the most bankable mm-hmm. stars in hollywood so naturally he's in the new franchise from disney mm. with uh, emily blunt i think another fantastic she's a great actress fantastic she's fantastic i don't know if she's bankable but like she's everybody there. loves yeah. her um she has a great off-screen rep like presence just like the rock like, mm-hmm. um and she seems down to earth i will say though this was interesting to see so everybody on the press tour for quiet place two kept asking her if she was cast in fantastic four and mm. Or if she'd want to be. And she eventually was just like, no, stop asking me. Yeah. She's like, everybody keeps asking That's me that. Dream Marvel. Cast. She's like, I don't want to be in those movies. It's just not for me. I'm not saying it's below me. Mm-hmm. Not. And I was like, great. You know what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: And I'm sure if they came get- at her, she'd be in it. Like I, I, yeah, they I, always say that. Well, They're they, always like, I don't want to do that. And they they just...
1: want her and John Chris like fans want her and yeah, John Chris. Her husband, John Chris, which yeah. doesn't mean they fans should get what they want, as we've seen with you know Wandavision and stuff. But
3: Cumberbatch was a Dreamcast for a long time, mm-hmm. and he became Doctor Strange. I mean, it does mm-hmm. happen.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, I can't really think of anything else because a lot of the iconic ones were
3: well, Samuel Jackson was yeah, kind like, of like he was already in the Ultimates comic.
1: Oh they, yeah, they were drawing yeah. them. So. um... Yeah, like just two super bankable, mm-hmm. super down to earth. Like that response she gave to the reporter is a normal person reaction. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this, oh, you know, yeah, like you never know. <laughs> I like to see that. It's like no, stop asking me. I want nothing to do with it.
3: Who? Who else is in Jungle Cruise? The, yeah, anyone uh, else?
1: Nobody that I, I, I know. And
3: I know it's gonna be mean. I can't think of his name.
1: Shockingly, no Kevin Hart.
3: Uh, fat. They call him Fat Damon, but that's not his name. <laughs> he I looks like know. Matt Damon. Oh.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's Kirsten
3: Dunst's husband.
1: Oh, really? I I don't know. But Paul Giamatti's in the movie.
3: Oh, great. Another great actor. You know what? I'm into this. I'm into this movie.
1: I Seeing the trailer, which I don't know if you want to look up. I'm going to look up the actor's name because
3: I don't want to disrespect them.
1: Yeah. I saw the first trailer like a year ago or two, a year and a half at this point when it was originally supposed to come out. And I was into it. I was Mm -hmm. like, cool, because I loved Pirates of the Caribbean, the movies, and and they started to get bad, but I still like them i like the characters i like the concept of taking a ride and turning it into a movie because some of these rides do have like a cool backstory um uh did you find the person yeah uh
3: jesse jesse plemons let me see that you just google fat damon he comes up oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he's the bad guy he it's not i didn't come up with that name (laughs) i know it's not but that's you gotta not.
1: post it when we post this episode it's yes. gotta be in that's
3: that. literally if you google fat damon he comes up <laughs> and it's bead because he's not even that fat but he looks just like matt Damon. he does no he does yeah that's kirsten dunce's husband as well
1: um and i think there's a couple other people in it but i'm digging the vibe of the movie pirates of f- the caribbean like i i hate to
3: compare it but that's the vibe i'm getting and that's not a bad vibe
1: no Pir- first pirates of the caribbean yeah. is fantastic Uh, second one was really good a lot of people love it i like
3: all three as a trilogy so do i yeah um
1: i like four a lot people don't like four
3: which one is four? blackbeard yes i like four as well i thought it was the fountain of youth i thought it was cool yeah
1: and then five i enjoyed the bad guy but a lot of people hated it and it was kind of a soft reboot because orlando bloom was in the end um i like the vibe like their poster is like old what are like the old action movies like Mm -hmm. painted like star wars and indiana jones like they're trying to go for that old like action vibe where I'm hoping the problem with a lot of Disney newer live action movies that are not Marvel or Star Wars is that they're over CGI'd and the CGI looks bad. Like not the Jungle Book and not like Lion King, hmm. but like um, the live action Alice in Wonderland. Well, that, the that second was one's, a mess. I like that first one. The second that... one's horrible.
3: I know you're talking about that because there's like, like the
1: a nutcracker in the four realms. Like they... They over CGI everything. And this one does look to so the yeah, second trailer. There was like a Jaguar
3: mm-hmm. in it the trailer. Weird. And it just, yeah. Like, can't you just use the same technology from like. Yeah.
1: Which I guess they're still working on. It's not a finished product. It which should it be. should be at this point. <laughs> it was <delayed.
3: laughs> um,
1: It should be at this point. The second trailer had a lot more of that CGI. Mm-hmm. Where the first one had a lot of seem more like practical and, and action. So we'll see. I mm-hmm. think it's directed by Rob Marshall who did some of the the later end definitely did pirates four okay and i think he also did into the woods okay disney hasn't had a bankable franchise really in their live action since
3: for something they own pirates of the caribbean because star wars that's what i'm saying like no marvel no star Mm -hmm.
1: wars no pixar and not their animation Mm -hmm. like their live action movies i Can't think of like the last live action movie they did. It was
3: Pirates. Yeah, it has to be Pirates of the Caribbean because they were banking on Nutcracker. They were banking on gave
1: that a chance on Disney Plus. I watched
3: it. It was whatever. I thought
1: it had a. It was intrigued me in the beginning Mm -hmm. because they get all the same thing. It's always um, a young person who's super creative, and then there's always okay. Their parents are into something, and then there's this fantasy aspect of it, Mm -hmm. and it just didn't hit with. I can't think of like another one that they did offhand, but I guess they're just not memorable.
3: Nah, they they the, Disney is extremely hit or miss. Yeah, they are extremely hit or miss, and like the biggest thing is like they do bank on these other IPs. Mm-hmm. As, uh, if it's not their animation, like their yeah. animation has been stellar. I think they're in their like kind of maybe their best, one of the better generations in a while. But their live action, like they just. They can't find yeah. like a good.
1: I don't know what's going on. Yeah, there. like uh, their animation has probably not really missed like the middle early two thousands did. Like I love Treasure Planet, but commercially it just didn't yeah. hit. Like the I think maybe besides from Pirates of the Caribbean, the last like live action success they had was the Muppets, and it's yeah, not the something one. they own. Yeah. yeah, so I don't I don't know. I think they're still kind of looking, but they just throw all this money. And because they can, because they have Mm -hmm. other things that are going to make it up. Um, So I think this is their attempt to really solidify a new franchise. Um, They got bankable actors like, even though Emily Blunt was in the Mary Poppins sequel, hmm. which again, didn't really, wasn't nope. financially successful. I think she's great. Yeah. And I she's, I think think she's, she's fantastic. I think she's a great choice. So they've had, they've done this, you know, they did Pirates, they did the Haunted Mansion, which was a huge flap. <laughs> I and forgot about that one. now they're getting ready to do Tower Tower Terror with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I heard about that.
3: That's... Yeah. Which
1: the rumor is she's definitely attached to it, either to produce or also star in. It. Mm-hmm. So I'm not
3: sure where she lies, but like, what do you think? Wasn't that already an episode? Like, isn't that ride based off an episode of Twilight Zone? Or am I wrong? Yeah, so
1: there's also this other thing in the theme park world that has been talked around that they're tired of paying for the rights to Twilight
3: Twilight Zone. Oh, so they're working around. Okay.
1: Yeah, so they have the Guardians in California, and then Tokyo Sea, or Hong Kong, they have another, it's not Twilight Zone, because Asian culture
3: doesn't like ghosts. doesn't like ghosts yeah. the way that
1: we do so it's something different and i think something different else but
3: so this is their workaround if they make a movie based on their ride they can then they can then kind of re-theme it and not have to pay for the rights they That's... would swap out yeah
1: twilight zone and, and just be tower of terror it could be tower of terror they you know i don't know in terms of trademark but they did, because they did a TV movie on it. Yeah, I remember. Uh,
3: <laughs> With, uh, who was in that? Uh, Goomburg? Was it yeah, Guy yeah. in that? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is probably their solution. That's a that. really good workaround, though. Because mm-hmm. isn't Taylor Swift doing that as well? Isn't she re- re-recording? Yes. She, so she owns it all. Yeah, so she owns it. That's such mess. a good idea, though. Like, what an easy workaround. I, I, I applaud you, Disney. Yeah. That is really smart. Like, yeah. why not? Like, all right, let's do a movie about yeah. this ride. And they can, now they can juice up the Jungle Cruise as well.
1: Which they 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 are. And they said they're waiting for the movie to hit. To see if they want. Because they recently made changes to the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you familiar with the, the ride
0: at all?
3: Yes. Yeah, so I used to go to Disney with my family. Like every two years. Until about like 2001. I think the last time I was there was. Had to be 2008 maybe. Okay. So that's whatever changes were them mm-hmm. what that's where the error it was. Um yeah, I enjoy this ride. I yeah. think it's it's a nice, easy ride. It's yeah. not anything crazy, but it is one of those nostalgia rides.
1: Yeah. Um I am not super familiar my family are, is huge Disney people, mm-hmm. and I didn't become familiar with the ride until more recently where I started getting into theme parks, and I was like, well, why have we never done this ride? Um, and so this ride is a main, it's a main attraction for a lot of people, and it was a, an opening day attraction with Disneyland back in 1955, mm-hmm. um, specifically July 17th, 1955. And the ride did evolve a little bit. And for those who know the ride, the skipper is the main attraction of this ride because they'll tell jokes. um,
3: And And they make your. And that's like a person. It's not like an animatronic. It's the person who.
1: It's a person. There's a. Like a a castmate. It's a script they Mm -hmm. follow with a variety of different jokes that that really makes the ride. Mm -hmm. So it's fun, you know, and recently, right before COVID, some boats sunk on the ride uh but i think they took that time to fix some of the boats Mm -hmm. up but also they did improve the ride they they made changes to things that were not culturally appropriate Mm -hmm. and they they had a bad depiction of indigenous people so they recently changed that uh a a couple weeks ago and some parts of it are still being worked but i think they're waiting to
3: See if this ride hits. Tweak it even more
1: to see if this movie hits.
3: I'd be into that. I want to see The Rock. Like, oh, there's a a hippo. And then The Rock's also standing in the water. It'd be so awesome if
1: The Rock was in the ride. And
3: then you go around the other way, and there's a rock with a snake. (laughs) And then it's just a Rock through the whole ride. You know, say whatever you want. The Rock Cruise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Say whatever you want. The Rock, you know, wants to run for president. Hmm. This and that. This would cement his legacy (laughs) if he was an animatronic in a disney world ride i think that'd be incredible but
3: i think i think he could easily because they did that for pirates they mm. added, it uh what davy jones kind of in the beginning on the waterfall like a yeah, little so they, and then they
1: they also had blackbeard and now it's neither
3: oh they got rid of that little part
1: yeah with the smoke it's just like a skeleton though oh, okay
3: well that's fine it you was cool because it's but uh they just kind of they changed again some of the things that were Culturally inappropriate, like the bidding on the women, they kind of changed
1: the redhead. They changed to a pirate. Uh, you know, we want the redhead, shift your cargo, dearie.
2: Show them your larboard side. We want the redhead.
1: They changed her from like to a a pirate and they changed the dialogue. Which they're doing a reboot of Pirates with Margot Robbie, Mm. who will be playing that pirate.
3: Oh, okay, that's interesting. And I know they they added. jack Jack throughout the thing Mm -hmm. which is fine like it's not i love that character it didn't but also didn't take away from the ride like it was just like the only thing it
1: takes away from is his animatronic is incredible yeah well and then all the other ones are still like the 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 1950s yeah 60s ones yeah
3: which is fine like i like it just adds a little without taking much away and they could do that easily with the jungle cruise like just kind of have
1: all attractions need that little pick-me-up facelift yeah. for a lot of things. So you are familiar with Disney World. What would be like a Disney property, th- like theme park ride that you would love to see made into like the Jungle Cruise?
3: Like like a movie, like a AAA type movie? Yeah, um, like,
1: a you know, the next Pirates or the next Jungle Cruise, but not the next Haunted Mansion.
3: So there was a ride back in the day and it was wild for Disney. Like it was called Alien Encounter. Yep, Extra yeah. Terrestrial. If you've never been on this ride, look it up. It's insane for a Disney ride because it wasn't even a ride. It was just like you. the The premise was that you were going into this uh like scientific thing, and they were tr- it was transporting an alien, or it was like a tra- I, f- I think it was like they were transporting a alien to like, like prison or something. Yeah, it was something weird like that. There was someone with a transporter little mini show like disney always does and then you go into this room and you get strapped into these chairs uh that were just like on your shoulder and then there's a tube in the middle and they're supposed to be teleporting in the president of this company instead teleporting this terrifying alien so i saw i was like a fifth grade and i was just like what is happening so then the lights go out and the alien escapes in this room and it's jumping Mm -hmm. all around Disney owns Alien, like the franchise now. Just go off that, bring it back, make a terror, extra terrestrial. So movie.
1: I, I was, I'm too young for that because so I was never there for that. It became Stitch. It did become Stitch. Yeah, so because I it did, was too terrifying. Did do that, but i recently learned about that. Not recently, but I've been listening to the talked about it here before podcast the ride they mm-hmm. did a whole episode on it okay and they talked about just how terrifying it, it, it was. didn't make sense and it's that crazy michael eisner era of disney where they were just doing crazy stuff mm-hmm. uh but they did change it in the stitch same premise same thing yeah, he
3: got out and burped and he burps he chili dogs and he on he you. jumps yeah. on
1: you and uh, people didn't like it And yeah. it became seasonal and once the ride becomes seasonal it's over yeah. so it's now closed
3: but that's, uh, But it was the same mechanics, basically. That's my movie. Just that's make a, work? yeah, make a scary. Starring who? The Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring, The Rock, Steve Guttenberg, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Nah, that's too on the nose. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, and Jaleel White, there Steve Urkel. I All want. Right. I need Jaleel go. White back. Okay. All right. Uh, that's that's pretty hefty. You thought you put me on the spot. I. You did. I came prepared. The one
1: I'm kind of surprised about. Now I'm not sure. I might. This might be it. I am just kind of surprised. There's no space mountain movie. Like just That's
0: send tough. it like an Apollo thirteen. Yeah,
3: I think it's tough because it really doesn't have a story. I think mission. That's true. Space would almost was that mission to Mars? Is that what it is? What was the one? Uh, uh like yeah, Gravitron type one. Uh, mission space. Mission space. Yeah, yeah. I think I maybe think. that. But I know what you're saying, like more day one yeah, Or like Disney attraction. Or, you know,
1: give me the Carousel of Progress as a movie. Yeah. Starring, That's your Oscar it, movie. The Chanatiki Room. The Chanatiki That'd Room. That'd be is cool. fun. Um, maybe Big Thunder Mountain. like That could that be... That could easily translate. That could absolutely easily. Mm-hmm. You got a runaway train movie, western. I don't know. I, I'm thinking strictly in the Magic Kingdom. I'm trying
3: to think workarounds now. They can do... A, what's the Aerosmith one?
1: Oh, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Make
3: a Rock and Roller Coaster movie, and then just get rid of Aerosmith. <laughs> they need to update that anyway. Just...
1: They, they, they do. That's that right. right, still great. How about <laughs> that? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, because everything there is already, if it's not a, a movie-based like thing, mm-hmm. they've made it IP-driven. Uh, so I'm going to go with Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Like they could do some sort of like wild action-adventure, maybe... Uh, Lone Ranger type movie, but just better. Mm-hmm. But as soon but as that sort of thing,
3: as soon as they make these movies, they can make board games about them. They could. So they
1: very could. They're... Runaway, uh, Big Thunder Mountain could very easily be a game mm-hmm. like this. Get Prospero Hall on it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's in Splash the works. Mountain. And there
1: is a Haunted Mansion game too that mm-hmm. we have not played. Uh, but yeah, I would probably say Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. Starring as always, Robert Downey Jr. And you know, Chris Evans put the band back together. Okay. And then. Who's the girl? Is the it girl is Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, I'm
3: surprised. From Fast and Furious, right. I, I thought her. I thought you'd immediately just go uh, Emma Watson. No, I,
1: I should. I got I got keep things out of the box, you know. I already two in the box with them two.
3: My damsel distress would be The Rock. So,
1: <laughs> actually, you know what would be cool uh, to see Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans and Chris Pratt, and Chris Pine. Like they are just like the, four the Chris's. The Chris's. Like, the four conductors, and then, like, Michelle Rodriguez is fine, and then it's like...
3: And then The Rock is a bad guy.
1: Like, Murder on the Orient Express, The Rock's the bad guy, <laughs> but it's Big Thunder Mountain. Get crazy with it. Get yeah. weird. but um,
3: CGI. All CGI around. all of
1: it, like Disney. But this game, The Jungle Cruise, is pretty wild in itself. There's some mm. real fun
3: aspects to it. Now, is the game based on the ride or the movie?
1: So, it's based on the ride. Okay. Uh, fully... More so the Disneyland version from this, the the board itself. Okay. This is a game released uh, June 1st of last year, which the movie was supposed to come out like July 1st. Yeah. So kind of to coincide, but also not really. Okay. So it was released by Ravensburger and Prospero Hall are, are two of our favorites. Wow, two in a row. Yeah. Prospero Hall. <laughs> I know. So it MSRPs for $45. Yikes. Which... Is a steep price, but you can find it anywhere for around thirty to if you get it during a deal, twenty dollars, which okay. I did. You can buy a special one from the Disney site, which is forty-five dollars. That just I think the only difference is the box looks more like a crate, which is a theme throughout the game because it is just like the ride.
3: Okay.
1: So for the first time ever, <gasps> back of the box. There you go. I get to do the back of the box segment. It Says attention, skippers, want it. Family seeks experienced Skipper for safe, speedy voyage along perilous Jungle River to Jungle Navigation Company headquarters. Esteemed company owner Alberta Falls will announce one of the four families as temporary company caretakers before going on sabbatical, and we're in the running. Since we might be your future bosses, if you keep us on board, we'll do the same for you. Skipper must guarantee arrival of cargo and passengers, preferably in one piece. And it says, Can you keep your passengers and cargo safe from jungle dangers? Find clues about which families have fallen out of Alberta's favor along the way. The skipper who finishes with the most valuable freight of travelers and cargoes will win a cruise back home. It's not easy, is it? That's the back of the box. Of the box. So, do you want to go
3: play? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's go play.
0: Welcome aboard the world famous Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Navigation Company is famous across the world for being world famous. You're about to enjoy a distinctive, exciting voyage down perilous jungle rivers. But you'll need a little extra preparation for this trip, since this time you're the skipper! You'll be captain, river guide, cruise director, snake charmer, lion tamer, and possibly even swimming instructor for an intrepid group of travellers. You might say to yourself, I've never skippered a boat before, who would be crazy enough to come aboard? Twelve strangers and eccentric explorers from around the world are about to embark on a journey to Jungle Navigation Company headquarters. There I, Alberta Falls, await your arrival. I've spent my entire life in the jungle, and while I love it, I'm looking to take some much needed time off to fill in during my absence. I've decided to temporarily bestow the company on one of the four famous families that helped my grandfather establish it. Denial, Cruz, Temple, and Lion. As the skipper, you'll be paid for each individual you transport and each cargo delivery that you make. Keep an eye out as you stare through the jungle. You may find clues about which families I've chosen to inherit the company. Or you may spot a lost passenger in the jungle who needs saving. The skipper who finishes with the most valuable freight of chesses and travelers will win. Another trip aboard the exciting wild famous Jungle Cruise! Yours truly, Alberta Falls. All right, we're back. We're back. We uh,
1: survived our trip, uh, you know, and we went and took the company over from Alberta Falls. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we played it. What did you... What do you think? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's very... It's, it's very simple. Yeah. It's a... It's very... Just roll and move. Um, so... You start off, there's four different ships. There's the Congo Queen, the San Sadie, the Volta Val, and then the Nelly Nile. So those are the four ships, mm-hmm. different colors. And basically, the mechanic is you roll a dice from one to four. You move whatever those spaces are. Uh, Say so you move three spaces. Mm-hmm. Then you pick up four cards. And you only have to do the actions on the three on three of the four cards and at the top there's three boxes and the amount of x's that are in the boxes indicate the amount of amount of these exclamation fate dice basically Mm -hmm. and if you roll you know say you have one and you roll one and it lands on the exclamation point the highlighted part of the boat on the bottom of the card you remove a passenger or cargo and if you get blanks you don't remove anybody and Uh, If you, there's outposts along the way, there are clues along the way. So the four families, as Alberta Falls said in her, in his beautiful letter, that there's the denial, the cruise, the temple, and the lions. So along the way, you have the ability to look at these clues and it'll show you three of the four, like each one will show you one. And those are the ones that you are not going to win the game get mm-hmm. the most points for and that's just like a point-based system yeah and there's
3: are and... the ones you want to let fall off the boat because you have your boat is full when you first start for mm-hmm. passengers yeah and they all have little icons on them
1: yeah i kind of dove right into the yeah. mechanic of the game um yeah but what else am i missing that we did
3: uh i mean that was kind of it i mean that's it there's not a lot to it that's what i liked about it i liked that we were able to Jump right in. I mean it's not it's a very easy game. It's just like your boat is full of passengers, each passenger has like a little icon, which represents one of the four families. Uh you travel along the river and stuff happens. I mean yeah. yeah.
1: You 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 roll the these cards they determine your fate, and you either lose a cargo or you you lose a passenger, it's up to you based on the highlighted section.
3: Yeah, so how many cards you play is how much you move. So if you roll 3, you draw four cards, but you only play 3. And I like that you get to kind of you mitigate which ones you play because each one has a danger scale of 1 to 3 and mm-hmm. and then it indicates what side the boat is kind of re- getting reacted by the danger. So if, if it's like a one danger elephant and you have or you you can mitigate. So if you have if you're looking at the clues and you know that the the lion family, whatever family is has the lion, that they're not gonna get you end game points. You can look at the card, see that they're on that side of the boat and play that card. Yeah. So even if you do if a passenger does fall off, it's a passenger that you know you don't need. Like yeah. I, I do like that it's you can mitigate the game yeah. somehow. And it's
1: So there's also there's a, some strategy to it. Mm-hmm. Um so part of that strategy is you can go to the clue or you can bypass the mm-hmm. clue, which Brian, you bypassed every clue, and you yeah. went right to the finish. I went
3: right to the finish because there is a benefit to going to finish as you just start collecting yeah. some of the endgame coins that are there. Yeah,
1: so at the very end, uh, you get to the end, and you see the clue of which families chosen. Then there's also a stack of tips. So the tips are $3, $2, and then one, one, one. So each turn you, you have there, you collect a tip. Uh, Brian was there for four of the five tips. hmm Uh, so he got four and I got one. And as soon as all five tips are gone, the game ends Mm -hmm. and then you add up your points. Uh, so while Brian was sitting there at the finish, I was still making my trek along the way and still had to do some of the the clues Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the dangers. So like there, there is an advantage to finishing first where you got there way before me, didn't see any clues. And Mm -hmm. at that point, those points that you collected from your tips were kind of the deciding factor. Like, it didn't yeah, matter.
3: I, I thought that was kind of weak. mm mm-hmm. like, I agree. That I just... I got to the end to collect the... What? Five, six, seven points for just seven points right sitting there top. before you got there. Yeah. Like, that was... I don't... That was weird. Like, yeah. I, there should be a better way.
1: There's some things about this game that could take this from a fun game to a much better game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only one path that you can shortcut and go, to, and go past the clue... Or you can go to the clue. The outpost, you have to stop. Even if you roll four and it's one away, you have to stop at the one. Mm -hmm. And then you only have to do one action card. Um, And it's just like very just monotonous. I broke this out before to kind of get myself ready to learn the game. Mm -hmm. So I've played by myself. I played with producer Audra and i played with you now Mm -hmm. and one of the fun aspects of this game is that there are your danger cards are just like the the ride Mm -hmm. so there are jokes with each card that you pull
3: there are dad jokes there are dad jokes which which are skipper jokes perfect
1: um which like for example the classic you know backside of water is one of the cards you know i played backside of water it was one danger to the left side and the joke was coming from this side us skippers call it o2h but that's a chemical joke which doesn't always get a reaction great
3: joke great joke
1: it's it's it is it's a good one Mm -hmm. and that was kind of that's kind of the mechanics of the game Yeah. and there's some cards that are facing sideways and if you draw them you have to play them and they help And then on uh, a turn where you stop in the middle and you don't go to an outpost or you don't go to a clue, you pick up a lost and found, which is either a cargo, which there's three different cargos. And if you have a set, you get more points at the end, or there's a lost passenger token. And then each skipper gets a specialty card that can help you. Um, I had, if I used my warning flare chip, which allows me to reroll, uh, once per out basically once per set and you reloads at the outpost. Um and yours was you get to save a passenger yeah, a at a car. Pa-
3: yeah, at the outpost.
1: Which I think that's some of the problem with this game is there's no stakes. Like I feel like it's all very simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna use my warning flare, but it just reloads in six spaces.
3: Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a very good this is a family game. Yeah. Like I can't see a bunch of adults kind of sitting around i mean the jokes are fine but also we talked about in the last episode replayability there's not much here
1: no uh so that's what i was getting to uh when i when i played it with producer ultra it was like a to be fair it was after like i worked and it was like a mm-hmm. tuesday night but we played and i just couldn't wait to be done like i was like okay I'll, like mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. i'm glad i got this on prime day it was twenty dollars
3: that's i think that's a Perfect price point compared if to what was the original MSRP. Forty-five. Yeah, that and there's I, that has to be why because of the branding. Because there's not, I mean, every, the quality of everything in here is great, but there's it's just chits and four boats. The yeah, dice are cool. The dice are the best part. Yeah, I think. the yeah. dice
1: are really cool. So yeah, like the stuff inside is nice, but I feel like this game could be better. I I don't want to sound like a parent, but I expected more from Prospero Hall and Ravensburger in terms of their collaboration and the way they output product.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, it just it needed to be marketed more as a kid's game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how you do that exactly, because like you can't just be like, oh, Disney, that's kiddie stuff, because uh, Villainous is not a kid's game. But this just... This, plays more like a kid's game like i can see
1: i mean it's ages eight and up
3: okay but that's still never like we i need to figure out what the like, aging is <laughs> yeah but that's never like indicative of how a game is played because yeah. like this game i could see this i could sit around my nephew and he'll laugh at the jokes especially yeah. if i'm doing like the voices and oh, all yeah. like it's like it's I, fun but
1: it's good for families it's good for kids and i said like if you have like you know, people who like Disney or just want, like, mm-hmm. an easy game if you're having, like, friends over. It's easy to, like, play this game, have conversation, because you don't got to pay attention. Yeah. Really, what's really... going on. Yeah. Um, So, and just to go over quickly, like, the scoring at the end. Uh, so, when you get to the end and you say, okay, well, for us, it was the Temple family mm-hmm. was the winning family. So, they, each person with a Temple symbol on them got five points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everybody else got three points, so it's really only a two point difference. That's why I said there's that really was another no weird one to competitive, like large competitive mm-hmm. advantage. And then if you have a set of cargo, it's ten points each individual's one, and then the the points. But yeah, like it was okay. Yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it with the right um,
3: audience. A- yeah, A.K. kids. I think this is a this is a good kids game. That's a high price. That's the other thing. That's a high price kids game. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, 20 bucks is fine. Yeah. Like, I feel like, okay, this is, you know, a family night, Mm -hmm. and we want to play a board game. Like, this is fine. Like, I probably could see myself playing this with Audra and her family. Like, I feel like her mom would like this game. Yeah. Cause it, and it's cause not there's hard no, to complicate it there's no,
0: there's no there's, competitiveness there's, to there's no be, take that like, that's take the that other it.
3: thing that's kind of missing I can't throw stick a stick of dynamite on your boat Exactly. or it like needs something weird I can't like, yeah, shoot the flare honk mm-hmm. to your boat like that would be awesome because mm-hmm.
1: that would be like alright I'm going to get you gives you a reason other than the end game to mm-hmm. to keep up with the, the points now there is if you were to play this with four people There at each outpost there's only three outpost cargo Mm-hmm. So that would be like the only advantage of the getting last there one. first. The yeah. last one doesn't get something, but in the end, if you don't have a set, it's just one point. Yeah. So, I can tell you're very whatever about this. I, yeah, it's I just, just I feel the same way. So I I, I. I don't
3: hate it. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that I hate this game. I'm not gonna tell people not to buy it, but I also. I have very mixed feelings because of the price point.
1: Like, we're a year... And it could be because the movie's coming out. But we're at a year... Over a year this game's been out. And it's still...
3: I haven't heard anyone that plays it. I don't nope. know anyone. It's I haven't ranked, seen on Instagram. I haven't seen... It's
1: ranked in the thousands mm-hmm. on Amazon. But it's still $30. 35 bucks mm-hmm. Before Prime Day, it was $34.99. Yeah, even a, I feel like it's target, a Target
3: for like $35, $40 Target still.
1: was 29 so, on
3: sale okay then like that was just dirt. even 29 though that's not
1: i did not want to pay i kept waiting and waiting mm-hmm. for the price to drop yeah um but yeah man it's Tip unfortunate in, yeah it is unfortunate i think this might be the first like besides smash up like the first one well smash up was for me i know you love smash but Up, but you
3: played smash up again you were yeah, fine with i it. was yeah. fine that's true but yeah this is definitely like one first... i don't even want to like no i don't even want to play this again no like at least with the funfair we were kind of flip-floppy but i played it again this one like i just i have no interest like it and it which again it bums me out because i love the like, ip i love the designers but it's just not not for me
1: so i know they have another they have the haunted mansion game so i'm curious to see if that's the same thing mm-hmm. um but that one was significantly cheaper too you got that for like 15 dollars right
3: Mm, like 20 yeah yeah but even i think even the initial msrp wasn't that expensive yeah. like 45 like for yeah. what
1: i know exactly i know i'm i yeah people don't talk about it um if i could return it i would it the good thing is it looks nice on a shelf mm-hmm. but it's this is going on a cl- in the closet yeah the game closet yeah and production it,
3: is that's the thing the production's top notch mm-hmm. it's
1: nothing against the the production level it's just mechanic it's very
3: it's rolling and move boring just it's a
1: boring mechanic basic the,
3: set collection with weird point system if
1: the cards didn't have jokes this
3: Oof, it would be the driest game in the world it
1: would be it would not be it, i think that the jokes save it a little bit
3: again with the audience yeah if you're with a bunch of adults and you're just like oh blah, blah, read it like yeah yeah this this secluded elephant pool has never before been seen by civilized man and looking at everyone on this boat, it still hasn't. <laughs> and with like a, a bunch of grown people around, it be like, ah. Oh. I mean, it'll get a laugh
1: out of me. Yeah. That was genuine. Oh, we laughed when we played it. Yeah, we, we did played laugh it. when we play.
3: But again, replayability, I'm not going to laugh when I hear that again. Exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. the re- a kid, though. <laughs> That's
1: it. That's the biggest thing. The replayability is down. So we'll probably play it again when your kid turns six or seven. Maybe. But will brush give, the dust you'll off. You'll give it to him. Yeah, be like here is <laughs> an ancient relic.
3: Right <clears throat> here, we covered this. Yeah. on episode
1: eight. <laughs> so I just from the the Great Alberta Falls, I was expecting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is
3: probably the first game I don't recommend.
1: Yeah, I know. I price point. If you're a family looking for it, there's better family games there's out there. Better family games for the price, but especially. If, you know, you're interested in the jungle cruise movie you love disney then maybe when it's on sale but i would not i'm not going to say i recommend it yeah. and that's shocking because we like everything else that nah. this company makes
3: and it's our, our first game that we're yeah kicking
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well and you want to get into what's next yeah, i don't really want to live anymore <laughs> 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 Now, nah,
3: yeah we can kind of move on all right so i got some news um I kind of wanted to bring to you. So, I know you don't know much about magic, the gathering, right? Like the card game, Magic.
1: Uh, I only know about it uh, because of our good friends Duke and like all of them at the comic at Capes and Cows Comics and Collectibles in Ben Salem. Mm-hmm. They uh, are big Magic people. Yeah, that's that's about it. I know it's a card game. Mm-hmm. For all I know, I know it's kind of like a like the design aspect of it is like a Lord of the Rings type of fantasy like that it's like grittier
3: okay so it's it's perfect you said that mm-hmm. because they're doing something different where they're doing um i think it's called like universe beyond so the story of magic the gathering is cuz it actually has a story is that there's these people called planeswalkers and they could walk in between universes so that's how magic gets away with kind of having different themes. So Because mm-hmm. right now, I think the theme for magic is like Norse mythology.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so okay, it's a lot cool. of
3: like Asgardian stuff. Uh, They did like fairy tale stuff before, where it's like literally Hansel and Gretel.
1: Are they doing like a collaboration?
3: So and then they recently announced this Universe Beyond, and they're doing... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, wow. 4K, and Lord of the Rings. Wow! So, I think when this either this episode airs or sometime this summer, the Dungeons and Dragons one's coming out, and it looks cool. Like it just it it looks very different than kind of what they've done before. It takes characters and monsters from Dungeons and Dragons, which is another IP you and I don't necessarily know, but if you're a fan of D and D, this might bring you into magic which is why it's such a good idea because yeah. like magic is a great game i haven't introduced you to it and i will eventually but it is a very solid game it's just a very expensive like pokemon non-stop mm-hmm. gotta buy gotta buy gotta buy right game um so I, but i think one of the coolest aspects of this is the artwork for this game is like really solid artwork and then they're doing alternative cards where the characters look like they would in a D
1: D' cool rule
3: book. So the one I showed is like Nadir, the Selfless Paladin, and the original artwork, solid like always, like magic always is. But they're also doing like I I'm assuming a rare card in a set where it's it looks like from the old school D and D booklet. Um the other cool thing that they're doing with it is they're making actual like dungeon cards. Okay. That will go off to your sideboard, kind of, and certain characters in the deck will explore the dungeon, and they'll traverse different rooms in this dungeon, and they affect card play. So the one I'm looking at is called, like, the Tomb of Annihilation, and as the person goes through it, each player loses two health, they go into another room, each player loses two life unless they sacrifice a monster this turn, like, it just... It's cool because it just kind of affects the board state, and mm-hmm. it's also a very different mechanic Okay. that's never been in Magic before. Um, some other weird artwork is like, it looks like... The oh, that's cool. Really old school Dungeons yeah, & Dragons, yeah. like, covers.
1: Yeah, it looks like 80s art. Kind yeah, of
3: and then another cool aspect is they're making, there's going to be full frame art cards, which are going to be like the chase expensive cards. Mm-hmm. And they have that's they cool. don't they are I don't know if they could play for the game of Magic, but they're like D and D reference, so it has all the stats as if you would play D and D, and I think that's them, opening up trying to introduce Magic players to Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a really good idea. So I I don't think I'm going to jump in on this one, or the four like Warhammer 40k because those are two IPs I don't love, but a Lord of the Rings set would be amazing. Oh yeah, and I'm. Like I would absolutely play as Legolas as my commander, and then having like an orc horde. Yeah. Like Magic is it's it's really cool that they're doing this. I think yeah. it's
1: it's an IP that's primed for something like and that. And that'll
3: bring people in, yep. and it's it fits perfectly. They I mean they could easily it's do any IP because they've they've done um it was a very limited. They have these things called like secret layers, and they're just super expensive like collectible sets they put out, and they did a Walking Dead one. Oh, really? So that they had, like, neat. Michonne with, like, her two zombies, and then they had, like, Negan, and then okay. one of the weapons you could have in Magic was, like, his bat. His bat, yeah. Yeah, and that was cool. They also did... Another one was, uh, they did... So in Magic, there's... Your your power, your mana is, like, artwork. It's, um, it's plain, so it'll be, like, swamp, uh, field, forest, water, like, kind of like that. Sure. They did, uh, Bob Ross... Uh. (laughs) They did like Bob Ross artwork, so there was like a set you could buy, and it was all his artwork. Uh, that's pretty. As the lands that you play in Magic. That's
1: smart. That's smart. Yeah, like I I almost bought it. Yeah.
3: I looked into it. It was expensive, but I was like, man, that looks so cool, just like framed and like. But it just I wasn't ready. Type of yeah. Well, that's that's, when they do special stuff like this. It's always like it's pretty cool. I mean, they did Godzilla. They did a whole set where Godzilla and his friends. Were like the big monsters in that set, so his you could friends. get Mothra. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain yeah. his menagerie. Yeah. So that was one thing I wanted to bring to the table. The other thing you want to talk about? I
1: did. So uh, at this point, we're we're way past it. But Loki has been a pretty big sensation to the fact that you know. It changed Disney Plus from Friday releases to Wednesday releases. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I want to talk about Villainous. Mm-hmm. But there's the Marvel expansion of Loki's Villainous expansion uh, called uh, Glorious Purpose or Mischief and something or other. Yeah. But it's the, similar, yeah. Yeah. it's the Loki expansion. It's the Loki expansion, which you knew about for a while. Um, and then one day I just happened to look and it went on sale for pre-order mm-hmm. uh, coming out tomorrow i believe august 1st or um i'm sorry and if you're listening to this on the 30th in two days mm-hmm. on august 1st
3: yeah i knew it was coming and then you found out mm-hmm. who was in it yeah and kind yeah. of you it's sent Madame, me a link of all the pieces
1: the pieces look great yeah there is a target exclusive where they have a frost giant cover mm-hmm. uh and then the loki piece is in green it's like iced which it looks cool but i per- very much yeah. prefer the green he's look
3: he's not like he is a frost giant, but they never reference it again. They
1: never really talk about yeah. it. Even like on the show, it's like, yes, you're from Jotunheim, mm-hmm. but uh, and then it's Modoc. Okay. Which the piece is cool. Mm-hmm. And then Madam Mask, right? Okay. Um, which I am not really familiar with her, but it was interesting that again, that is the you know kind of the mantra: one big baddie and then two smaller side yeah. ones. Where I do feel like. Uh, you know, like the first expansion for Disney's villainous was the Evil Queen, Hades, and Facilier, which are to me those are three big big yeah.
3: guys. So it's the it's the one on the cover though. Like Loki's mm-hmm. the one you're gonna put on a yeah. cover and be like, oh Loki. Like Modok's pretty. He's kind of in a zeitgeist popular, at the moment. No, yeah, yes. like he's in he the Avengers in, game. Yeah, and has a Hulu show.
1: The t- yeah, the new TV show. But so, Madam Mask is a weird
3: one. That's yeah, just kind
1: of. So. Marvel Villainous is played very differently than um, regular villain Disney Villainous because mm-hmm. there's not, you know, you don't have your own fate pile. It's a community fate deck. Mm. So that aspect of things is very different. And we'll save that for when we get into it. I wonder it. if they'll
3: add more to put in the fate deck then. I'm sure they will. Because these small boxes are normally standalone. Yeah. So they'll need well, to they, create.
1: They called it, well, I know they call it for disney expand alone yeah so you can you You could play in the box yeah which i think that's a new term on the show we've never really used expand alone before yeah that's just yeah Yeah, it is cute it's a (laughs) cute term but yeah no it it looks cool the pieces look cool i'm excited i do have it Mm pre-ordered um and for once i don't want the exclusive like the exclusive was on sale Mm -hmm. cheaper for whatever reason cheaper than it's not even out yet yeah it's 18 dollars and I don't want it.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, a and I felt that about Gaston's though. And then when I got it in my hand I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool looking. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll get the exclusive. Yeah. And you can so get the normal co- one.
1: I think I just have more of a connection to Loki. Like mm-hmm. I care about that character. And the show's been awesome so far. Yeah. Uh so maybe that's why I'm like wanna be a purist and like want him the green. Yeah. Also, the green looks great. It's it's like it's that, his colour. Yeah. That's a, like it's mm-hmm. just
3: Loki's green. What uh what characters would you wanna see? Next. oh
1: i would love to see that one of the sinister six
3: well we talked about that We kind of think...
1: talked about it on the instagram yeah i would um, love to see a, so cur- a big box yeah currently they have thanos in the original box which is on sale for 15 dollars right now if you're interested um might not be it might not be at this this comes point. it's been for a while <laughs> go back in time uh, <laughs> thanos killmonger hella taskmaster
3: and ultron and ultron yeah who the...
1: they're all very unique very yeah. different i haven't played as killmonger yet because he really does affect other people need it the other ones you can kind of simu- simulate simulate uh, but and those are all movie uh, so side from yeah yeah aside from the sinister six which taskmaster is now i mean this came out
3: when it was when uh black widow was supposed, supposed to come to out. true
1: yeah that's a good point mm-hmm. non-sinister six I'd really like to see like, the Winter Soldier.
3: Yeah, I was about to say, who's going on your box cover? That's the what you got to think Winter of. Who's, who's the silhouette? Like.
1: Yeah, probably the Winter Soldier. um ronin wouldn't be bad. There's not many MCU villains that get me like really excited, except mm-hmm. for obviously like the big ones. Most of them in that box.
3: Yeah, you'd have to probably bring ronin. like Dormammu would be cool. <clears throat> yeah,
1: because I love I love Doctor Strange. It's, that's what i'm obvious. trying to think of
3: if you do like a ronin then you can have you can start bringing in the guardians yeah into the fate pile
1: well they are gamora and i believe gamora is with cause because of, of thanos. thanos and draxas as well but you could do that you know if you could have you know let's say they did do ronin or um the winter soldier you could have a mm. side person if they had winter soldier the the other villain could be maybe like um the bad guy from ant-man Okay. yellow jacket. The Spider-Man villains are the big ones. Like Mysterio would be perfect yeah. for this game. Doc Ock. They need a big box of the Sinister Six.
3: Yeah, which they haven't done for Disney. They haven't done. After they did the, the normal big box, mm-hmm. they haven't done any more. So I don't I'm again, I'm every uh, yeah. time when these expansions come out, I'm like, oh, still.
1: So now that I'm invested, I'm worried that this, this may be last a one. one. Every and, I've been saying that I since. I know. And the fact that the, the Marvel big box is on sale everywhere since before prime day Mm. has me worried that maybe the marvel one's not doing as well i'm
3: prospera hall is funko now
1: yeah so i'm not sure i'm really not sure so yeah Um, i think zemo
3: would be good oh yeah zemo would be cool i think zemo because i don't think winter soldiers they're kind of moving away from him as a villain so yeah
1: but i feel like this pulls more from the comic book than the movies so
3: but he's not even a villain in the comics anymore either not anymore true yeah i think zemo
1: zemo would be good
3: good shadow collector yeah
1: the collector and his brother would be good red Hulk. mandarin Ma- yeah mandarin would yeah. be good um, Ironmonger. Just, iron
3: monger just i'm trying to think of the movies because they're gonna go with the yeah. most recognizable Whiplash would be cool yeah abomination magneto would absolutely be cool. yeah. But yeah yeah i mean i think that's I it'll be
1: good i'm gonna have it i'm gonna play it a bunch of times yeah so i'll be able to report back
3: yeah we'll definitely cover it mm-hmm. like we're gonna cover all the mini ones
1: yeah we will all right you ready to fight
3: sure all right it's super fight you guys know drill by now it's episode eight Mm uh basic card game by skybound games great game uh for just parties and Drinking and hanging out with your friends and arguing if you like arguing. Mm-hmm. Uh you draw two cards, which are your fighters, and then you draw four cards from another deck that's their advantage or disadvantage. They each get two. So we have a French Bulldog and the Devil. So just from that, who wins? <laughs> the Bulldog. Okay, there we go. <laughs> right, let me shuffle up these. The French Bulldog gets killed by water. Okay. So he's the alien from Ed Night signs movie and is rabid
1: okay it's fair for a dog
3: the devil is wearing a scuba suit
1: <laughs> and armed with a harpoon gun <laughs> well he's perfect he's, if he's in a harpoon gun he's ready for water <laughs> that dog's dying so quick
3: all right so i swear these are random And he's
1: wearing a scuba suit with a harpoon gun like these he's, are
3: random he's made. you're sitting across from me i know they I, are very random i draw them and you shuffled them these are not predetermined <laughs> yep so yeah. how this worked out
1: so, the devil who is wearing scuba suits and a an, uh, typically water-based weapon, ready to fight a bulldog who kill, is killed by water. It and is rabid. There's nothing. Except, it's the, Aside from the water, a rabid bulldog is something that people encounter can encounter from day to man. day. The devil.
3: The devil. Yeah. That we're, was easy. We're redoing this. <laughs> round two. All right. Here's our second round. That one was so... Odd. Just easy. <laughs> All right. So, I'm drawn to... We got a vampire and Google, I guess the whole company.
1: Yeah, everybody.
3: Who runs Google? Disney? I don't know. No, that guy.
1: So it's a community at this point, I think.
3: The vampire has a sonic scream and can turn into any vehicle. <laughs> okay. And Google is wearing rocket power roller skates and a jetpack. <laughs> the vampire
1: can turn into either of those forms, trick him. And kill him. What is Google? (laughs) It's just a couple... I'm just like... So the building? Is it the building? Is it the Google building?
3: I don't know. Is it just everyone? The browser?
1: Anybody who uses Google?
3: Yeah. They
1: weaponize Google.
3: So who's the main CEO of Google? All right. Sundar Pachi.
1: But it doesn't say CEO of Google. It just says Google.
3: So it's the whole company of Google. Everybody. Versus one vampire who could turn to any vehicle and has a side screen. All right. Well, just from... And everyone working at Google has... Rocket power roller skates and a jetpack.
1: Well, here's the thing. Everybody at Google, they are a very great company, so people do have late hours there. Mm-hmm. But benefits the vampire who cannot be out in the sunlight just because he's a vampire. Okay. But the majority of people will not be there at night. So is he fighting half a company at that point? I'm opening up a can of worms here. <laughs> <I> just Google.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of card is that? Yeah,
1: I don't know. That's a
3: strange one. Right. There we go. I don't. I don't know who is. Who's- <laughs> Because I'm dumb about it. We'll it's leave just, that up for the Suits of it's Washington. Google, Yeah, this one I'll just leave for the audience. Whatever and the audience says. You guys does, can figure it out. I think this is the last super fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: maybe we'll have a new shtick next yeah, time.
3: maybe. All right, well, I,
1: thanks for listening.
3: Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. You made it this far. Yeah, thank through you. our nonsense.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. I hope you... Uh, enjoyed our review i hope we said maybe saved you some money mm-hmm. on a game and maybe you went and saw jungle cruise hope you enjoyed it uh we're getting ready to watch it soon mm-hmm. but yeah you know remember to leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcast. recommend us to your friend your your hair cutter your your barber, barber? yeah your barber <laughs> also Sorry. known as a hair cutter or hairstylist there you go your dentist yeah your librarian recommend us your te- your friends your teachers yeah. anybody and then follow us on the gram right
3: yeah gateway gamers pod just yeah yeah, because anything we kind of cover we put pictures up and then yeah other games that we kind of cover as well all right thank you very much thanks for listening attention skippers if you're looking for some variety and need to log extra time at the wheel another group of uh volunteers is being shanghaied for nighttime excursions down the congo These fascinating cruises through total darkness can be both exhilarating and unpredictable. Equatorial Expeditions presents The Route of the Lost Queen. Two and three week journeys are available on a
0: first come you must go basis. Interested parties should contact ilbfair.com at the office of the interior
3: (laughs) last week the river pilot's license test was given to thirty jungle cruise skippers congratulations to all those who passed the remaining twenty nine pilots may take the test again next month
0: Coming up, coming up on the rear is the bathing pool. This, get, this secluded elephant pool has never been seen.
3: cut. No, <laughs> you can't just go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it won't work. I was just gonna come over. Uh. I, I poorly executed that. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> well I was just gonna insert that into I the know. I was... well we could record them later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go. <laughs> I guess we didn't we didn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, can you please put this at amp of the song yeah, as like a yeah. an outtake? Because that was yeah. RP include this at the end. Oh, he literally just went <laughs> into the microphone <laughs> and <then> started flailing <laughs> around. I was so caught off guard.
1: Um, All right, but yeah, th- there's no real replayability to this game.
3: <sighs> All right, <laughs> where where were we before you? <laughs>